0: We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Saturday, August 12th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I am Wayne Floyd, your host. Faith comes from hearing podcast. As a humble member of the Christian podcast community, you can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. Uh, a lot of great listening over there. Over sixty well curated podcasts. Actually, probably closer to seventy now. Well curated podcasts. Um, well curated for content. Um, we're all we've all agreed to a, um, a statement of belief um, over there, so you can you can trust what you're getting over there. Um, I would guarantee you, and it's a wide variety of topics, So I would guarantee you, you'll find something over there you want to listen to, and there's a really, really, really good possibility you're going to find more over there to listen to than you have time to listen. Um, I, I, as many things as I listen to, I still cannot listen to all the things over there I want to listen to. It, it, it is that good. So again, I would definitely encourage you to get on over there and take a listen. Uh, definitely worth your while. Um, I would also continue to point you at the final link in our show notes. It is for the Vale Valley Baptist Church Give Sin Go campaign. We are striving to rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can commence establishment of a Christian classic education based school to provide a trustworthy alternative within our community. So go ahead and click on the link. Pastor Jay has provided a pretty thorough description, much more thorough than I just gave you here on the here on the air. And then we would ask three things of you. We'd ask you to pray for us. We'd ask for you to prayerfully consider giving to us. And we'd ask you to pass the link along so that others can do the same. All right. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get this recorded last night. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I just, by the time I had time to sit down and do this, believe me, you did not want me trying to record. It was awful. I'd have been yawning in your face constantly. I'd, I'd and, I, and I don't have a yawn button because I don't have the soundboard yet that I was that I've been hoping to get to help provide that kind of thing so um waited till this morning to record I'm fresh in a way got my coffee and I'm ready to go so let's go ahead and get in with you with it being Saturday we're just going to do our Bible reading for the day there's no Bible study we'll be getting back to that God willing on Monday evening but let's go ahead and jump in we're going to go ahead and open up with the seventh day morning prayer God's good pleasure let's pray Sovereign Lord, thy will is supreme in heaven and earth, and all beings are creatures of thy power. Thou art the father of our spirits. Thy inspiration gives us understanding. Thy providence governs our lives. But, O God, we are sinners in thy sight. Thou hast judged us so, and if we deny it, we make thee a liar. Yet in Christ thou art reconciled to thy rebellious subjects. Give us the ear of faith to hear him, the eye of faith to see him, THE HAND OF FAITH TO RECEIVE HIM, THE APPETITE OF FAITH TO FEED UPON HIM, THAT WE MIGHT FIND IN HIM LIGHT, RICHES, HONOR, ETERNAL LIFE. THOU ART THE INVITING ONE, MAY WE HEARKEN TO THEE, THE ALMIGHTY INSTRUCTOR, TEACH US TO LIVE TO THEE, THE LIGHT DWELLER, INACCESSIBLE TO MAN AND ANGELS, HIDING THYSELF BEHIND THE ELEMENTS OF CREATION, BUT KNOWN TO US IN JESUS, POSSESS OUR MINDS WITH THE GRANDEUR OF THY PERFECTIONS. Thy love to us in Jesus is firm and changeless. Nothing can separate us from it, and in the enjoyment of it, nothing can make us miserable. Preserve us from hypocrisy and formality in religion. Enable us to remember what Thou art and what we are. To recall Thy holiness and our unworthiness. Help us to approach Thee clothed with humility. For vanity, forwardness, insensibility, disorderly affection, backwardness to duty, proneness to evil are in our hearts. Let us never forget thy patience, wisdom, power, faithfulness, care, and never cease to respond to thy invitations. Amen. All right. On our morning devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening for August 12th, uh, the text is from Psalm 97.1. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Causes for disquietude there are none, so long as this blessed sentence is true. On earth the Lord's power as readily controls the rage of the wicked as the rage of the sea. His love as easily refreshes the poor with mercy as the earth with showers. Majesty gleams in flashes of fire amid the tempest's horrors, and the glory of the Lord is seen in its grandeur, in the fall sorry, is seen in its grandeur in the fall of empires, and the crash of thrones. In all our conflicts and tribulations we may behold the hand of the divine king. God is good. He sees and hears, all our troubles, all our tears. Soul, forget not, mid thy pains. God, or all, forever reigns. In hell, evil spirits own with misery his undoubted supremacy. When permitted to roam abroad, it is with a chain at their heel. The bit is in the mouth of behemoth, and the hook is in the jaw of Leviathan. Death's darts are under the Lord's lock, and the grave's prisons have divine power as their warder. The terrible vengeance of the judge of all the earth makes fiends cower down and tremble, even as dogs in the kennel fear the hunter's whip. Fear not death nor Satan's thrust. God defends who in him trusts. Soul, remember in thy pains, God or all forever reigns. In heaven none doubts the sovereignty of the king eternal, but all fall on their faces to do him homage. Angels are his courtiers, the redeemed his favorites, and all delight to serve him day and night. May we soon reach the city of the great king. For this life's long night of sadness, he will give us peace and gladness. Soul, remember in thy pains, God or all forever reigns. Amen. That's a nice one. I enjoyed that one this morning. I mean, I like them all, but that that was really, really good. All right, well, we're going to get into our reading. We're jumping back into Nehemiah. Uh, This is that we pick up kind of in the middle. I'm not sure why they this reading plan broke this this way, but um, we're picking back up into into the list of the people that repaired the walls and the gates. And we're kind of in the middle. We stopped in Nehemiah 3 verse 14 yesterday. I'm not sure why they stopped that, but we're going to pick up in Nehemiah 3 verse 15 and read through to Nehemiah 5 verse 13. Uh, Then we're going to do 1 Corinthians 7 verse 25 through 40. Psalm 32, and then Proverbs 21, verses 5 and 7. So, Nehemiah 3, verse 15. Hear the word of the Lord. Shalem, the son of Kolhose, Kol-hose the official of the district of Mispa, repaired the spring gate. He built it, covered it, and made its doors stand with its bolts and its bars, and the wall of the pool of Shelab, I'm sorry, Shelah at the king's garden as far as the steps that descend from the city of David. After him, Nehemiah, the son of Asbuk, official of half the district of Bethsur, made repairs as far as a point opposite the tombs of David, and as far as the artificial pool and the house of the mighty men. After him, the Levites made repairs under Rehum, the son of Bani. Next to him, Hashabiah, the official of half the district of Keilah, made repairs for his district. After him, their brothers made repairs under Bav- Bavai, the son of Hinadad, the official of the other half of the district of Keilah. Next to him, Ezer, the son of Je- Yeshua, the official of Mispah, repaired another section in front of the ascent of the armory at the angle. After him, Baruch, the son of Zabai, zealously repaired another section, from the angle to the doorway of the house of Eliashib, the high priest. After him, Merimoth, the son of Uriah, the son of Hakkaz, repaired another section from the doorway of Eliashib's house even as far as the end of Eliashib's house. After him the priests, the men of the valley, made repairs. After them Benjamin and Hashub made repairs in front of their house. After them Azariah, the son of Messiah, son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his house. After him Benwi, the son of Enadad, repaired another section from the house of Azariah as far as the angle and as far as the corner. Palal, the son of Uzai, made repairs in front of the angle, and the tower projecting from the upper house of the king, which is by the court of the guard. After him, Pedaiah, the son of Parosh, made repairs. The temple servants living in Ophel made repairs as far as the front of the water gate toward the east and the projecting tower after them. Uh, t- I'm sorry, the projecting tower. After them, the Tekoites repaired another section in front of the great projecting tower and as far as the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the priests made repairs, each in front of his house. After them, Zadok, the son of Immer, made repairs in front of his house. And after him, Shemaiah, the son of Shekaniah, the keeper of the east gate, made repairs. After him, Hananiah, the son of Shelemiah, and Hanun, the sixth son of Zelaph, repaired another section. After him, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, made repairs in front of his own quarters. After him, Malchijah... One of the goldsmiths made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and of the merchants in front of the inspection gate, and as far as the upper room of the corner. Between the upper room of the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants made repairs. Nehemiah 4 Now it happened that that when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and very vexed and mocked the Jews. He spoke in the presence of his brothers and the wealthy men of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Are they going to restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifices? Can they complete it in a day? Can they bring the stones to life from the dusty rubble, though they are burned? Now Tobiah the Ammonite was near him, and he said, Even what they are building, if a fox should jump on it, he would break their stone wall down. Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Return their reproach on their own heads, and give them up for plunder in a land of captivity. Do not forgive their iniquity, and let not their sin be blotted out before you, for they have vexed the builders. So we built the wall, and the whole wall was joined together to half its height, and the people had a heart to work. Now it happened that when Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the Ashdodites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on, and that the place broken down began to be closed, they were very angry. ALL OF THEM JOINED TOGETHER TO COME AND FIGHT AGAINST JERUSALEM AND TO CAUSE A DISTURBANCE IN IT. BUT WE PRAYED TO OUR GOD, AND BECAUSE OF THEM WE STOOD A GUARD AGAINST THEM DAY AND NIGHT. THEN JUDAH SAID, THE STRENGTH OF THE BURDEN BEARERS IS FAILING, YET THERE IS MUCH RUBBISH, AND WE OURSELVES ARE UNABLE TO REBUILD THE WALL. OUR ADVERSARY SAID, THEY WILL NOT KNOW OR SEE UNTIL WE COME AMONG THEM, KILL THEM, AND PUT A STOP TO THE WORK. Now it happened when the Jews who lived near them came and said to us ten times, They will come up against us from every place where you may turn. That I had men stand in the lowest parts of the space behind the wall, the exposed places, and I had the people stand by families with their swords, spears, and bows. Then I saw their fear, and I arose and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Do not fear them. Remember the Lord who is great and fearsome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Now it happened that when our enemies heard that it was known to us, and that God had thwarted their counsel, then all of us returned to the wall, each one to his work. And it happened that from that day on, half of my young men carried on the work, while half of them took hold of the spears, the shields, the bows, and the breastplates, and the commanders were behind the whole house of Judah those who were rebuilding the wall and those who carried burdens took their load with one hand doing the work and the other holding a weapon as for the builders each wore his sword girded at his side as he built while the trumpeter stood near me i said to the nobles the officials and the rest of the people the work is great and extensive and we are separated on the wall far from one another at whatever place you hear the sound of the trumpet there i'm sorry you hear the trumpet there gather together to us Our God will fight for us. So we kept doing the work with half of them holding spears from dawn until the stars came out. At that time I also said to the people, Let each man with his young man spend the night within Jerusalem, so that they may be a guard for us by night and a worker by day. So neither I, my brothers, my young men, nor the men of the guard who followed me, none of us removed our clothes. Each took his weapon even to the water. Nehemiah 5. 1 verses 1 through 13 then there was a great outcry of the people and of their wives against their jewish brothers now there were those who were saying we with our sons and our daughters are many therefore let us get grain that we may eat and live there were others who were saying we are mortgaging our fields our vineyards and our houses that we might get grain because of the famine also there were those who were saying we have borrowed money for the king's tax on our fields and our vineyards but now our flesh is like the flesh of our brothers, our children like their children. Yet, behold, we are forcing our sons and our daughters to be slaves, and some of our daughters are forced into subjugation, and we have no power in our hands to help, and our help and our fields and vineyards belong to others. Then I was very angry when I had heard their outcry and these words. I consulted within my own heart, and contended with the nobles and the officials, and said to them, "'You are exacting usury, each from his brother.' therefore i held a great assembly against them i said to them we according to our ability have brought back our jewish brothers who were sold to the nations and now would you also sell your brothers that they may be sold to us then they were silent and could not find a word to say and i said the things which you are doing is not good should you not walk in the fear of our god because of the reproach of the nations our enemies and likewise i my brothers and my young men are lending them money and grain Please let us forsake this usury. Please give back to them this very day their fields, their vineyards, their olive groves, and their houses, also the hundredth part of the money and of the grain, the new wine and the oil that you are exacting from them. Then they said, We will give it back and will require nothing from them. We will do exactly as you are saying. So I called the priests and made them swear that they would do according to this word. I also shook out the front of my garment and said, Thus may God shake out every man from this house and from his possessions who does not establish this word. Even thus may he be shaken out and emptied. And all the assembly said, Amen. And they praised Yahweh. Then the people did according to this word. All right. And 1 Corinthians 7 verses 25 through 40. Now concerning virgins, I have no command of the Lord, but I give an opinion as one who by the mercy of the Lord is trustworthy. I think, then, that this is good because of the present distress, that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be released. Are you released from a wife? Do not seek a wife. But if you marry, you have not sinned, and if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. Yet such will have trouble in this life, and I am trying to spare you. But this I say, brothers, the time has been shortened, so that from now on those who have wives should be as though they had none, and those who cry as though they did not cry, and those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice, and those who buy as though they did not possess, and those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it. For the form of this world is passing away. But I want you to be free from concern. One who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord." how he may please the Lord, but one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and his interests have been divided. The woman who is unmarried and the virgin is concerned about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and spirit, but one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. Now this I say for your own benefit, not to put a restraint upon you, but to promote propriety and undistracted devotion to the Lord." But if any man thinks that he is acting unbecomingly toward his virgin daughter, if she has passed her youth, and if it must be so, let him do what he wishes. He does not sin. Let her marry. But he who stands firm in his heart, being under no compulsion, but has authority over his own will, and has decided, decided this in his own heart, to keep his own virgin daughter, he will do well. So then both he who gives his own virgin daughter in marriage does well, and he who does not give her in marriage will do better. A wife is bound as long as her husband lives, but if her husband has fallen asleep, she is free to be married to whom she wishes, only in the Lord. But in my opinion, she is happier if she remains as she is, and I think that I also have the Spirit of God. Psalm 32 Of David, a Maskell How blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered! How blessed is the man whose iniquity Yahweh will not take into account, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent about my sin, my bones wasted away, through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was drained away as with the heat of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I did not cover up. I said, I will confess my transgressions to Yahweh, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. Therefore let every holy one pray to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You guard me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will give you insight and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Do not be as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose harness are bit bridle to control them otherwise they will not come near you many are the sorrows of the wicked but he who trusts in yahweh loving kindness shall surround him be glad in yahweh and rejoice you righteous ones and shout for joy all you who are upright in heart and finally proverbs 21 verses 5-7 the thoughts of the diligent lead surely to profit but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty Working for treasure by a lying tongue is a fleeting breath by those who pursue death. The destruction of the wicked will drag them away because they refuse to do justice. All right. Well, that is our reading for this Saturday, August 12th. Let's go ahead and do the evening devotion. Uh, the text for it is from Genesis 9, 14. The bow shall be seen in the cloud. Speaking of the rainbow. The rainbow, the symbol of the covenant with Noah, is typical of our Lord Jesus, who is the Lord's witness to the people. When, when may we expect to see the token of the covenant? The rainbow is only to be seen painted upon a cloud. When the sinner's conscience is dark with clouds, when he remembers his past sin, and mourneth and lamenteth before God. Jesus Christ is revealed to him as the covenant rainbow, displaying all the glorious hues of the divine character and betokening peace. To the believer, when his trials and temptations surround him, it is sweet to behold the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, to see him bleeding, living, rising, and pleading for us. God's rainbow is hung over the cloud of our sins, our sorrows, and our woes, to prophesy deliverance. Nor does a cloud alone give a rainbow. There must be the crystal drops to reflect the light of the sun. So our sorrows must not only threaten, but they must really fall upon us. There had been no Christ for us if the vengeance of God had been merely a threatening cloud. Punishment must fall in terrible drops upon the surety. Until there is is a real anguish in the sinner's conscience, there is no Christ for him. Until the chastisement which he feels becomes grievous, he cannot see Jesus but there must also be a sun for clouds and drops of rain make not rainbows unless the sun shineth beloved our god who is as the sun to us always shines but we do not always see him clouds hide his face but no matter what drops may be falling or what clouds may be threatening if he does but shine there if he does but shine there will be a rainbow at once it is said that when we see the rainbow the shower is over Certain it is that when Christ comes, our troubles remove. When we behold Jesus, our sins vanish and our doubts and fears subside. When Jesus walks the waters of the sea, how profound the call. All right. Well, that is our episode for this morning or for today. Um, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day I hope you're looking forward to having a wonderful week weekend, a productive weekend. Um, I would continue to implore you to do all you do for the glory of God sorry about that. Um, and I would, I would pray that within your plans this weekend, you have the plans to worship with the saints. If you don't, you need to change them. Um, I know there are reasons there. there They're very specific, like physical reasons for some folks that they can't, but if you're just choosing not to, you're being disobedient if we choose not to and I'm not trying to just throw you under the bus if we choose not to worship with the saints to make every effort to worship with the saints then we are being disobedient we are being sinful and I, I would pray that you not be so I would pray that you do all that you can to find a solid church and to be in attendance and worship with the saints, um, as I've told you before, Founders Ministries has a has a good church finder. Um, also, um, the Master Seminary has a church finder, and I'm not sure uh, you can search Master Seminary and, on Google or whatever. Um, and usually, hunting through the website, you can find the church finder. I don't remember the exact link, but both of those should be able to head you to solid churches in your area. Please worship with the saints. All right. Well, again, I I do hope you have a wonderful weekend and and a wonderful day. And I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to use the Lord's Day prayer this evening. Or, well, for today. Let's pray. God of the passing hour, another week has gone and I have been preserved. In my going out, and my coming in. Thine has been the vigilance that has turned threaten evils aside. Thine the supplies that have nourished me. THINE THE COMFORTS THAT HAVE INDULGED ME, THINE THE RELATIONS AND FRIENDS THAT HAVE DELIGHTED ME, THINE THE MEANS OF GRACE WHICH HAVE EDIFIED ME, THINE THE BOOK WHICH AMIDST ALL MY ENJOYMENTS HAS TOLD ME THAT THIS IS NOT MY REST, THAT IN ALL SUCCESSES ONE THING ALONE IS NEEDFUL, TO LOVE MY SAVIOR. NOTHING CAN EQUAL THE NUMBER OF THY MERCIES, BUT MY IMPERFECTIONS AND SINS. THESE, O GOD, I WILL NEITHER CONCEAL NOR palliate, BUT CONFESS WITH A BROKEN HEART. IN WHAT CONDITION WOULD SECRET REVIEWS OF MY LIFE LEAVE ME, were it not for the assurance that with thee there is plenteous redemption, that thou art a forgiving God, that thou mayest be feared. While I hope for pardon through the blood of the cross, I pray to be clothed with humility, to be quickened in thy way, to be more devoted to thee, to keep the end of my life in view, to be cured of the folly of delay and indecision, to know how frail I am, to number my days and apply my heart unto wisdom. Amen. All right, again, I do hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. God bless.